welcome to Lovely Stuff. This is a podcast to distract us from bad news, to engage our brain box and think about good times. Each episode, I'll ask a friend about the first single they bought, a film that means a lot to them, and where they're going to go, and all this blows over. Just out for a nice uh, evening walk with the wife. Wife. Uh, it's the the rare bank holiday Friday. It's so warm, it's beautiful. We're just out on a little golf course opposite our house. Uh, the birds are being aggressively loud, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, just been a nice, nice little day really. I uh, hope you've had a good weekend. And everything's fine, and your head's not exploding just yet. This episode is with my brother Toby. It was recorded a few weeks ago now, at the start of lockdown. Um, he'd just come out of self-isolation because he was showing symptoms, so he had to spend a week in his office away from his wife Jade and a little baby, Simi. So he was all revved up after spending the day back with them, which was nice. Um, apologies in advance for all the niche references about our childhood and the fact that our voices are disturbingly similar. But I hope there's still something in there for you to enjoy. So sit back and relax and listen to Toby Allen. Okay. So have you enjoyed your, your first day back on Earth? I have. It's been really good. Yeah. Um, going to Tesco's was a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't expect there to be like, because there's like the, the two doors going in and out of Tesco. And oh, like yeah. one is strictly an entrance and one is strictly exit. And they've got like yellow barriers in there. And there's like a person outside telling you when you can go in. Yeah. And there's a queue going right around the car park with two meter spaces spray painted into the ground. Yeah, and then everyone, about sixty percent of people indoors, completely ignoring the whole two meter thing. Anyway, just try, trying to dry hump everyone. Yeah, basically, the oh. staff were pretty good at it. There's a few, couple of members of staff who seem to be ignoring it, and then there was some who was like wearing masks and gloves and stuff. So yeah, I'm what are you drinking? A, a Heaney Irish Stout. Okay, is that from your beer fifty two box? Yeah, beer fifty two. You can sponsor me anytime you like for my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I um I've got one beer fifty two beer left, which I will be drinking later on, but at the moment I've got good old faithful. Yeah. I am not sure how I feel about their rebrand, actually old brew dog. No, I, I don't like it. A little bit generic, if I'm honest. Yeah. It just it's kind of a bit MS paint, isn't it? Yeah, it just looks more like a something a cheaper <laughs> brew would do. There you go. So you got that lamp vibe going on tonight? Yeah, just a bit of mood lighting. No. Oh man, I meant I meant to light a candle. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no it's literally like because like, I've been living in this office for the last week because of the self-isolation I've got this um, pomegranate candle I've been burning most evenings it's really nice just to get rid of that sort of reesty dankness yeah so you're obviously on the uh, punk IPA which is you know it's good but what would you what would you like to drink what would I like to drink uh, probably New England IPA from Adnams Okay. Um, 
it's a really strange one. It's like so hoppy that it's actually cloudy. And when we we tried out the tasting at the actual brewery, and one of the other guys there was like, "If I had a beer poured to me like this in the pub, I'd send it back." But it, uh, <laughs> but it was coming straight out of the can because you know, like I said, because of how cloudy it was. But um, it's really nice. But oddly enough, it's kind of got this sort of weird kind of density and texture of orange juice, if that makes sense. Yep. But it's very kind of uh, spiky and floral. It's like punk IPA on steroids, basically. Yeah. So you feel like that's a very of this moment choice, or do you feel like that that's going to stand the test of time? I think it's going to stand the test of time for me. Okay. But then I said that about Old Speckled Hen, and I'm not a fan of that anymore. But Old Speckled Hen used to be like the be all and end all for me. Yeah. But now I'm like, yeah. Especially the alcohol free right. version. If I'm going for a, uh, if I'm going for a basic bitch ale, <laughs> mm. that's I would rather that than than something like Nuki Brown. Or oh yeah, well yeah, like or like even Doom Bar to be fair. Yeah, um, tribute's good for us for a basic. Yeah, tribute's not bad. Traditional, but yeah, there's a lot of even, lot of even drinking ale. IPA too bad. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, look at the depth of that. It's just completely isn't. You're not seeing that anytime wow. today. That's definitely not what Dad would call a um, mirror glass. Was it you used to call it the um, Sunday Mirror? Yeah. You could read the Sunday Mirror through it. You certainly couldn't with that. No. It's good. It's, it's, uh, it's exactly what you expect from a porter, really. Like heavy. Yeah. Uh, Not a massive fan of porters myself. but I had the milk stout. Uh, so it's quite nice. This is the one I had the other day, which I really liked. Omnium Session IPA uh, from Six Degrees North. And this is the one I was telling you about where it tastes basically like a cross between alcohol-free Yardbird and milk bottle sweets. Nice. I think Six Degrees North is a, is a London brewery, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like most of the ones I got from Beer 52 are uh, um, London. There's like one from Sussex, one from Berkshire, uh, one from somewhere else, I can't remember now, but all the rest are London. Berkshire, just so you know. <laughs> So I said, you weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I was recording that. I'll just delete that bit. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm recording it as well, so I won't delete that bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, maybe you just maybe you just ordered... You ordered the same day, didn't you? Or was it the next day? Maybe yeah, you, I did. Yeah. Or maybe maybe the in, introductory ones are just whatever they got lots of. Yeah, or maybe they just ran out of the Irish, Irish brews and they moved on. But I have to say, yeah. like, they are... They, they are serious quality. Yeah. Compared they've to all the, been um, top notch except this one. Was no good. Oh sour, yeah, fair enough. Sour, yeah. It's one. tropical sour hibiscus calamansi. Yeah. Not about, not think, about that sour scene. Yeah. Never give any game. So what was the first film you remember seeing? <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. I think it's a tricky one. I was thinking like I know when I was about six, I was obsessed with Back to the Future. Yeah. But I was thinking I must remember something from before then. And I think when I was five, I was obsessed with the love bug. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really remember anything before that that I can really think that I was really into or that I actually remember watching. So I think probably the love bug. Classic. I think basically I had a bit of a thing about cars when I was younger. Yeah. And that was kind of the in with Back to the Future, the whole DeLorean and that. After being in, into the love bug, 
just trying to remember how young we were when we were into Land Before Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> it, it depends very much on whether, whether we saw it when it came out, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I know that, yeah, Land Before Time was, that was definitely a, a one that we were uh, went into. I think actually probably, probably the first, fi- no, think about it. I think the first film I remember was Pete's Dragon. Okay. Because uh, mum claims your first word was a quote from Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Land Before so, Time was 1988, so obviously we uh, didn't I would have been two. No. But, yeah. So I'm thinking Pete's Dragon's probably the earliest. Okay. Literally just thought of that just now. <laughs> that wasn't my answer, I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember much about it. I need to watch it again. And there's been a remake of it as well, hasn't there? Yeah. Pete's Dragon, classic. Is that a Disney film, Pete's Dragon? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, it is. So it's probably on Disney Plus then. Yeah. Have you signed up yet? Yeah, yeah, I've got my... We watched all three episodes that are available of The Mandalorian this morning. Okay. Oh, they haven't put the whole uh, lot? No. For some reason, in America, there's been, like, most of, them, most of the first seasons out already. But mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, over here, we've only got the first three, and then we've got... They come out one a week after that. Bit weird, but... Yeah, it's pretty good. If you like Star Wars, you'll like it. If you don't like Star Wars, then probably not <laughs> yeah i will get it i mean even if i just smash it out in a month or maybe i should wait to catch up in that fact and wait until it has caught up yeah well there's they're doing a seven day free trial on disney plus so once mandalorian's caught up you can probably watch all that in a week i'm sort of feeling like at the moment with the way like obviously you need to make a little bit of cut back and stuff uh and the fact that amazon prime has gone to crap i might just cancel it and do disney plus instead for a bit yeah that's a good point i might um drop prime for a bit because well, really anything on there there's a couple of season, series of stuff i've watched but it's very hit and miss I've just, we've just finished one series um and it's very sporadic like they'll have something good and yeah be it for ages like most of their films and stuff are just not that great yeah the thing is as well they're also ex- the amazon prime exclusive stuff is also extreme there was yeah. one show that we were looking at watching the other day and uh, and Jay's like, oh, it looks really good. I was like, oh yeah, let's have a parental guidance. First sentence, I was like, that's the most horrific thing I've ever read in my entire life. Yeah, basically. We're not going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to watch that. We're going to reenact it. <laughs> um, yeah, basically. No. And uh, also the fact that the delivery service is basically non-existent. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I realise that's what you meant. So, yeah, might do Disney Plus instead. Get is away. that you, Rona? Yeah. And basically, is that anything that's um, been damaged or affected by coronavirus? My response is just, is that you, Rona? Yeah. Is that you? <laughs> I love that meme. It's so good. Every time I feel a little tingle in my throat, is that you, Rona? <laughs> that is the basic <laughs> truth right there. Uh, he's Huey Lewis, and that was the news. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And he's going back in time. What's, what was the first film you remember seeing at the cinema? Free Willy. Yeah, same. That is the first film I ever saw at the cinema. Yeah, that suggests that it probably is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Followed right um, by Beauty. <laughs> I was seven when yeah. that, when we saw that, and we saw it at the Electric Palace. Yeah. And apparently mum and dad had saved up for like 10 weeks to pay for us to all go. And that's bearing in mind they used the, uh, the half-price codes in um, 
the Harry Sand did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still, still remembering it. Uh, can't do maths. Uh, <laughs> when um, it's years later. Yeah, exactly. So it was obviously worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, wonder how well. That, Willie. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how well that film's aged. Probably on Netflix or something. Yeah, probably. What's the first single you bought? First single? I don't know, I've never really been into singles. Mm. Um, I know for a fact that I bought some S Club 7 singles <laughs> and um, Cartoon. And I remember you and I get clubbing together some pocket money and getting mum uh, a copy of Britney Spears. Yeah. I, I can't, watch, can't which song it was. What can I do to make you happy? No, that's not that's not Britney Spears. Yeah, it is. Is it? I was born to make you happy. Born to make you happy, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Um My first my official answer to my first album is uh Penny Bridge Pioneers by Min Colin. That's my official answer. Yeah, but that's that's not a good answer because that basically means you didn't buy any music until you were about 14 or 15. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't really get into music until I was 14 or 15. It's <laughs> pretty go true. With, let's go with the truth now, shall we? Well, the truth, the first album I bought was an S Club 7 one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I like to think that the Mill and Colin one was, was the official one because that's when I actually started. That was after Tony Hawk came out and we started discovering the kind of music we were going to get into, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I was like, oh, punk. This is what I've been looking for. Now, I'm going to tell you what the first single I bought, which I, I'm i fairly sure was a joint effort. Probably. Um, I think I might know what it was going to be. I knew it was going to be that. North and South. Um, no sweat. Yeah, that we didn't buy that. Mum and Dad bought that for us. That counts. And... It was when we stayed at Nanny and Grandad's, you know, because it used to be a great tradition. We'd stay at Nanny and Grandad's Saxby's when Mum and Dad would go to a wedding. Yeah, that was Joe and David's wedding. Okay, Valensburg. There you go. Uh, and then I think it might have been that I have to look at the dates, um, but this was a close contender. Yes, no. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I forgot we had that. That's um, theme tune to um, Malcolm in the Middle, wasn't it? Yeah. They may be giants. Yeah. I remember, I to find out what year it is. That was that would definitely would have been after S Club Seven, though. That was the year two thousand. Yeah, S Club Seven was before that because year two thousand was when Mill and Collins' Penny Bridge Pioneers came out, and we got <laughs> yeah, that in two thousand and one. Yeah. Mm, don't know. Maybe. Classic. And I don't think we would have necessarily got that as soon as it came out because no, we, we released it as a as a single for the program, I think. Exactly. And we didn't watch the program until it had been out for a little while. Yeah, but I mean it was still in the charts when I bought it though. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. So I don't been. remember. Yeah. But you know that um what you said about uh North and South? Yeah. That was a cassette. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Amazing. 
Amazing. That was a one-hit wonder and a half. It was. The TV show was quite funny. I, remember, I don't remember much about it, but I remember... It was like some, like some weak Biker Grove imitation or something. Yeah, it was kind of like a precursor to what the S Club 7 TV show was like, where it's like a TV oh, show yeah. about the band getting together. Yeah. Uh, it's ever so rude of me. Uh, what would you like to have as a snack? Sorry. Should have offered Can I have anything? Yeah. Even if it's no longer in production? Of course. Eastman's Chili Crisps. Hmm. They, uh, yeah, they are the absolute perfection, the absolute peak of tortilla, tortilla chips. Um, and they are no longer made. Yeah, Eastman's. Okay. Eastman's. Um, they're like a, they're a Tesco's brand, but without actually having Tesco's in the name. But yeah, so I used to get through two or three packets of those a week when I was living with mum and dad. Oh, I think I remember. They were like really powdered chilli on them. Yeah. Yeah. And you have them in the old, in the old um, onion and garlic dip with a bottle of Old Speckled Hen and that was perfection. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? What old snack do you miss? Old snack? Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't know. Some, someone earlier uh, chose uh, hot pitta uh, with tzatziki, but I would go, I would go hummus. That's got to be up there. Get your yeah. pitta bread in the oven, get them out, cut them up with a scissor. And, uh, what about, um, where was that place I went on the, when I was doing Persian ministry with you and we had the, um, that bread and it was the best bread ever made? Oh, it was like chili naan. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was next level. I think if we if we're talking like snack with no consequence, it might have to be those <laughs> onion bhajis from uh from Merch Masala. You know the ones that are like tumbleweeds. Yeah. Just smash those. All not, day. Um, not chips from Mr. Chips in Dovercourt. Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think there's some some kudos in the uh, 40p portion with a 20p <laughs> nugget. Yeah, <laughs> just that, just purely because of the the absolute positive feeling of having that absolute bargain. Yeah, yeah, but not only that. There was that that old boy in there, the old Chinese boy in there, who used to sneak in extra chips for us when his wife wasn't looking. Yeah, that's <laughs> so uh, good. Uh, uh, uh. That time, he's his wife spotted and uh, made him put a load of chips back. Got <laughs> Classic time. They opened it up and had the little sit down area as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Good times. I mean it's pretty hard to be honest because I do love I do love a good savory snack, but there's so many sweet options just there. Yeah. So, just... I'm getting less into sweet options as I get older. I know it's just yeah. a thing about getting older. You kind yeah, of get less true. of a sweet tooth, but says For Josh many. sitting there with his dairy milk chocolate. Well, you know. I have to say actually if we okay, so if we break it down to like sweet and savory. One of the best for me currently is either the dairy milk with dime in it. Oh, you had that? Uh, no, I haven't. That sounds good. It's an absolute car crash. It's good. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. My probably my favourite sweet chocolate type thing. I think it's only available from IKEA over Christmas time, which is uh, chocolate orange dime. Nice. Oh man! I just I got a big bag of those and literally just kept just sat on a chain eating. 
I had to get myself to a point where I was just sucking on them rather than chewing on them to make them last longer. I don't, I don't have that level of self-control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when you're, when you're as old as me, maybe you'll have it. So it's either that or the uh, dairy milk with jelly beans and popping candy. Oh, hello. That is a boy. So that, that, sounds... that is something that you can, you have to suck on it because then you suck it until there's just the jelly beans left yeah. and you get the full yeah. flavour of jelly beans. That sounds like a diabetes in a bar. Yeah. Helps you become the diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Honestly, so good. Yeah. So it's a hard, it's a hard one, if we're honest. Mm. I'd be interesting to, interested to hear mum's answers to these questions, actually. Mum's answer was um, just crisps, just plain crisps. Wow, okay. With uh, with ASD. <laughs> oh, you got to love ASD. Yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know, ASD is antisocial dip, which is a dip. Which Particularly is the, the Tesco's one. It's the best, oh, they, changed, but... they changed the recipe a few years ago. Not as good as it used to be. No, it's true. It's a little bit claggy. It's a bit kind of oily and yeah. Look at yeah, that. it's not it's really been having dip with my crisps recently. Still pumping Yeah, I've Have been eating had... a lot of. Uh... Gone, gone. I was just gonna say my snack of choice these days is either just plain salted peanuts or um, flame grilled steak Doritos with no dip. Nice. I think, uh, have you had the uh, sweet chilli and sour cream kettle? I have not. Oh, hang on. Hang on. What did you say they were again? Sweet chilli and sour cream. No, I've not. I've kind of gone a bit off sweet chilli the last few years. Yeah. But I don't know. It's very good. Also, the um, kettle crisps, though. Maple cured bacon flavour. Yes. Yes. What I was about to say. Yeah, bacon, yeah. That, well, that's the thing is, if there, if I ever see other flavors of kettle, I'm not interested if there's no bacon ones. The Tesco just brought out some like uh, ridged sweet chili crisps, which are uh, very, very sweet chili, like mm-hmm. almost like candied flavor. They are a bit much. What song reminds you of a teenage crush? <laughs> <laughs> At what? Well, by System of a Down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Talk me through it. You can Talk name, through it. Names can be deleted, but I want to. Yeah, it's fine. It's um, it's pretty simple, really. You remember Kelly? Yeah. Remember one time driving her home from work when we used to hang out at Culture Store a lot. Um, <laughs> and just listen. To finish work. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> like a proper stalker. Um, and just having toxicity running in the in the old Fiat Uno. I can't remember whether that was whether we actually had a sound system on there or whether it was just we had the CD player with the PC speakers under the seats. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember that song coming on and her saying she loved that song. All right. And you, and you, heard, and you heard it as I love you. <laughs> no, <laughs> marry me? What the other song? <laughs> Probably. That's what I was like when I was 18. She was the one. At the time, she was. <laughs> she was everyone's one. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Classic teenage times. Absolute reprobates. <clears throat> yep. What was the first gig you went to? What kind of size gig are we talking? 
or kind of gig are we talking? First gig. Well, we've got got pub gigs, which would have been like empathy. Um, we had fake Komodo at the Nor- Norwich Art Centre, um, which was two thousand and eight. And first London gig was Velvet Revolver in two thousand and that wasn't two thousand eight as well, I think. No, fake Komodo was two thousand seven. Oh yeah, of course it was. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> yeah, fake Komodo was two thousand seven. Norwich Art Centre. Um, I feel like empathy. Two thousand eight. Empathy has to be the qualifier. Although we technically played our first gig before we've been to a gig. <laughs> that is very true. I've actually got a VHS tape of that gig. No. Have yeah, you? I have. Oh. And I've got a VCR player. Come on. And I have a, the ability to capture that onto my computer. So what are you doing with your... What are you doing with at your some point, I will... You will. On a very drunken night, get that out. <laughs> get it, rip it, I need it. Yeah, so uh, empathy. Yeah, that was, I the I forgot. Yeah. Was one, we watched. We saw them at the at the Royal Oak, didn't we? But there was also that one. Yeah, there was the one at Parkston. Like, yeah, yeah. Opposite, like I don't know, Parkston. The first time I saw them was in Parkston, and they were playing out of the out of the back of a lorry, out the side of a lorry. What? Do you not remember that? No. They'd got. There was like they just set up for a gig in Parkston and they just basically pulled up a lorry. I don't know who organised it, but they pulled up a lorry in this field and they had like all the PA system and everything on the side of the lorry and they just had the bands playing out the side of the lorry and used the lorry as a stage. That was the first time I saw Empathy. Hmm. Does sort of ring a bell. I, um, uh, Brad Wasco asked me to, to join their band or at least to audition for their band and I was going to and then bottled it last minute and decided against it. <laughs> which was the right which is the right choice it's an honourable thing to do definitely uh, and when we oh no yeah I know what you're talking about there was that place down um, near oh, there's a cup of coffee, coffee cup, cup of coffee yeah out the back um, and he he was gonna he said oh what, what we're gonna do he said to me would you be up for doing a solo battle if I pull you off on stage we do a solo battle and I'm like yeah right I don't know why I said yeah and then, like, just before his band went up, he goes, well, no, we're not doing so about I think it's the wrong kind of audience. <laughs> and, and he had, like, he was, like, sweat pouring down his face. No, 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 we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And he got off on stage and, like, started playing. I was like, oh, I'm so glad he said no. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would have wiped the floor with me. <laughs> Absolute beast. In every sense yeah. of the word. Indeed. Uh, did I tell you that, um, the, the, you know, the drummer, Mark Hendry, he works in B&M. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Does, I wonder if he still works in B and M. I mean, like, as in whether whether um, Rona has closed down B and M. Surely. Well, I guess it's a supermarket source. Yeah. Well, I suppose for for places like Dovercourt, it's still essential shop, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time I saw anything of Brad Wasco was suggested friend on Facebook, and he was wearing a dress. Hmm. I did see that. And that was like, that's a solid no from me. <laughs> <laughs> that's an absolute denial. And I'm not even, I'm not even mad if Brad Wasco hears this. <laughs> Brad Wasco starts subscribing to your podcast. What's the film that means the most to you? Not necessarily your favourite, but it's connected to a nice memory or a person. I think. It's really hard to tie it down to one. 
Um, I'm thinking three. <laughs> One I'm thinking is um, Short Circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, because that just makes you think of Grandad Pop. Yeah. And you, and just like the three of us sitting down watching that, and you running into under the stairs to hide when the robbers turned up in Short Circuit <laughs> 2. Classic memories. Yeah. But then, like, I think also of Inception, because A, it's like one of my favorite films of all time, and B, it was the first film Jade and I saw after we got married. So it's kind of like a real timestamp, if you know yeah. what I mean. So, yeah, and the other one uh, is Time Traveler's Wife, because yeah. that was one that Jade and I saw when we were caught. Nice. Um, and it was basically like the first love film we saw together, I guess, which sounds really stupid, but it sounds really soppy to to kind of say yeah. that. But no, that's good. Good reasons. Yeah. Now choose one. <laughs> Sorry? Now choose one. <laughs> oh, I have to choose one. It's going to be Inception. Okay. Just in case, just, it ticks the box of it's in my top five films of all time, but also it's got some really good memories tied to it. Yeah. As well. Nice. And uh was he still dreaming or No. Okay. He was awake at the end. Okay. Good. According to Michael Caine. Glad it's settled anyway. Michael Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Caine. He, he was asked in... Yeah, yeah, he's he's um yeah, he's in the film. He's it's directed by Christopher Nolan, so it has to have Michael Caine in it. It's just the law. Okay. <laughs> but yeah Michael Caine said uh, was he still dreaming at the end and he said no definitely not no definitely not <laughs> what thing from your childhood do you miss the most apart from your plank of wood <laughs> oh man wow oh so I had an answer for this and now you said the plank of wood it's opened <laughs> up a whole <laughs> <laughs> So Toby used no, to have no. a piece of wood under his pillow just to get exactly the right trajectory on his sleep pattern. Did you know what this? You know how that started though. No, I had a really bad cold or flu, and and mum, my, either mum or dad said if we put something under your pillow that'll prop you up and it'll help you to cough better when you're trying to sleep, and then that was the that was what the door was used for. And so, then when I got better, they were like, we're going to take this door away. I'm like, no, no, I kind of like this. So, um, yeah, there was a door under my pillow. It was like a kitchen cabinet door. Yeah, yeah. And it was pink on one side and brown yeah. and like bare wood on the other. And we wrote loads of stuff with Sharpie or marker yeah. pens. Something about Duke Street or something. And that's now why you've got scoliosis, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a contributing factor. That and the fact I I um, decided to wear odd shoes when um, I was in my late teens. And apparently I had one leg longer than the other, so that's probably because I had different thickness of soles in those <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Quite possibly. No, um, no, it just when you said about the, the wood under my pillow, it just made me think of that whole bedroom when yeah. we had it decorated like Jurassic Park. Um, we never really got around to finishing that, but Dad had the mechanism where you pull this handle and it had like the the slide lock on yep. the door, and then he painted the whole. We painted between us, but Dad put the most work in of the mural of the dinosaurs in a field, 
on the wall. And then we had like the um, dad got some uh, cardboard tubes and put them in a frame next to my bed. And we sprayed them all silver. It looked like bars of a cage. Yeah. Like we're being like we're in a building being protected from the dinosaurs, but uh, the answer to your question, fluffy gear. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, um, which is everyone except Craig, basically, um, and Karen, fluffy gear. Um, yeah, well, Karen knows. Karen, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, fluffy gear. We we were really obs- we went through the stage of being really obsessed with Metal Gear Solid. Um, and we had a camcorder and we just filmed everything and it started off with us filming Josh climbing down a ladder and then us moving the camera so it looked like like loads of people were coming down the same set of ladder yeah um, and then we were like oh this is really cool let's try some other effects and we had like we opened up the wardrobe and Josh was hiding in there and he fell out <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually we started trying to make it into a story we had like this hour-long film we made which was a parody of Metal Gear Solid um, and for mem- old times memory sakes I took it around to Craig's for us to watch again I accidentally left it behind and his mum taped over it with Home and Away Absolutely. and Craig still has a go at her about it <laughs> he reckons in the new system that'll be back yeah <laughs> <laughs> he reckons Fluffy Gill will be resurrected in the new system but I, I remind him that I think our memory of it is better than it actually was yeah, I think it's probably true. It'd I think if we watched it, we'd think it's horrendous, but just remembering it and talking about it, it'd be it's great. Disturbing to watch it, I think. Yeah, like that Pink Ties VHS I've got, I'm pretty sure that'll be deeply disturbing. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I still, I want to know. I just need to know. Yeah, I know. Well, it's pretty deeply disturbing just to watch that one we put on YouTube. Yeah, no, that's not too bad. No, yeah, well, for you. But, I mean, other than the fact that your solo is pretty... Uh, special they're just watching me jumping up and down playing bass is just horrendous <laughs> so good <laughs> and knowing that i was 18 years old at the time and i should have known better amazing yeah <laughs> what song reminds you of your parents um i wouldn't it's a hard one to say because there's songs that i would associate with, particularly with parents, but I don't know whether I'd be rem- whether those songs would remind me of them because I would never listen to them. <laughs> like uh, "I Remember You" by Frank Ifield makes you think of Dad, hundred yeah. percent. But it's not something I would listen and they think, "Oh yeah, Dad." <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's very much it pretty much encompasses Dad's character hundred percent in one song. Are you finding it? Yeah. I remember you, you're the one who made my dreams come true. No, 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 it's not this song, it's I, um, I've got a feeling like called Blues, but yeah, you get the idea. I do. Uh, no, Somebody to Love by Queen makes you think of Mum because of the story that Mum told me about when she was young. And a friend of hers was going to Colchester and she said, is there anything you want me to get? I said, yeah, somebody to love. And I just laughed at her. But she was talking <laughs> about the song by Queen on single. Okay. Yes. It's an emotional emotional connection then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah. <laughs> what what would what's your answer to that? I'm intrigued. This little this little Shaboy again. One goes away. 
Fair enough. Is that for mum or dad or both? Sorry? Is that for mum or dad or both? Yeah, for mum. She used to sing that to get us to sleep. Fair enough. Maybe, I think maybe, my that, si- maybe that's maybe Perks me. being a favourite. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, Perks being a favourite, I don't have that song to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, my sensible answer for dad would be Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Yeah. And he's out, um, out of time way of playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless him. No, surely something. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have PTSD about that song. <laughs> yeah, that's too true. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love I remember um, playing Wish You Were Here with Dad to Uncle Les. And Uncle Les said, have you ever thought about playing in time with each other? <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I mean, I've always been, up until the last five years, I've always been horrendous at keeping time with other people anyway. Yeah. What film have you, or could you, watch over and over again? Oh, I forgot about this. I forgot to think about this question. <laughs> but I feel like... A woman. Mm. No, that's the song that makes me think of dad. Yeah. <laughs> Shania Twain, for those who are wondering. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like something like Back to the Future, because um, I have watched it over and over again. Uh, or another uh, Inception again, because I have, again, watched it over and over again. Airplane. Yeah. Um, because it took me like five or six watches just to see all of the jokes. <laughs> yeah. I remember another one that we used to watch a lot was Big Daddy. Yes, mate. I remember like uh, sometimes we're like getting ready for the meeting. You'd go upstairs to the bedroom. You just press play on Big Daddy and just like watch five minutes of it while you're getting dressed. <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely. That's so weird though. Like I remember that was the first film. Like a bit of a bridge film between like a child's film and an adult film. Yeah. We watched it like at Dane's house or Jade's house or something. It was Dane's, yeah. That was when mum and dad went away for the weekend and we stayed with Uncle Les, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay, that's why we went. Yeah, and so then then we went to Dane's to watch a film and they were like, do you want to watch Big Daddy or do you want to watch Lake Placid? (laughs) And we're like, well, Lake Placid's a 15 and Josh isn't 15 yet, so let's watch Big Daddy. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, like yeah. Un- unlocked some sort of uh, obsession with that film. Yeah. And I think like the next bridge after that was The Matrix. Yeah, probably. Uh, which we, which we um, secretly taped off the telly because we um, had that secret, we had that TV aerial in the bedroom that the mum and dad didn't know about. With the coat hanger. Yeah. No, we had a legit aerial as well. Oh, do we? Yeah. And I remember setting up, and we had set up the v- VHS to um, the VCR to record the Matrix. And we're like, <laughs> we finally can see the Matrix. <laughs> Outrageous. Yep. Good yeah. times. Good times. Yeah, yeah I think air- Airplane. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I feel like I need to go back and watch Big Daddy again. I was literally thinking about that film the other day. I was thinking I can't really remember enough of the details of the story. 
It's pretty quotable. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we good. used to quote it like there'd be the bits with the swearing. We'd just change it. Yeah, to be about something else. <laughs> but I, I, I still keep thinking ever so often like something goes wrong. I'm like, Scuba Steve, damn, damn you! <laughs> I don't think I've seen the airplane at least a decade. I think probably similar for me actually. But that is one of the most quotable films of all time. Yeah. Surely you can't be serious. What about um, you? Other than Big Daddy and Airplane. Probably Back to the Future. Yeah. Just because if it's on, you just got to keep it on. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, matter, doesn't matter what part of the film you started. I was I was I remember being six years old at school and they had show and tell and I brought out this big um plastic folder full of loads of A4 sheets of paper. And it was um, all pictures I'd drawn of Back to the Future scenes. <laughs> that was my show and tell. It's just like, oh, here's uh, the DeLorean coming out of Doc's van. Here's the DeLorean being pushed <laughs> by the train. <laughs> but the, the good thing was with that, though, is that, I mean, because like now, I'd think, I'd know around what let a six-year-old watch Back to the Future because of the amount of swearing in it. But we had it on um, VHS, which was recorded off the telly, and all the swearing was edited out. Yeah. Yeah, it's off in the way, isn't it? Everything was always off the telly. So yeah. I remember... Um, Here's a picture of me making love to the DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting confused. Um, because, like, you know, you know when you're little and you hear a bad word, but you don't know that it's a bad word? Yeah. So there's a bit when he says, let's see if you can do 90. And I remember quoting that and saying, let's see if the batteries can do 90. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, so well, the DeLorean doesn't run on petrol, runs on electricity. <laughs> it's a battery powered car. <laughs> it's a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Describe to me your favourite place. Well, somewhere I've been to, or somewhere I'd like to go, Either. or somewhere, or even just a memory. I think Bowes Road. Okay. I just think there's a lot of good memories tied to it and it's just one place where for obvious reasons I've always felt happy when I'm there. Because Kelly's always there. (laughs) (laughs) No. But for one, that was obviously where I was was baptised. Yeah. And Kelly. And do you remember us playing the, um, the tapping game? No. Well, we would, we would tap someone as they walk past and see if they notice. <laughs> no. We'd tap someone on the back. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, that's a hard question. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of one of them people I'm just happy to be at home and I'm not that fussed about going out. <laughs> so that's like my favourite place is home, in a way. Sure. What about you? Uh, probably... Um, if we're talking about memories, probably like the bit the bit outside Nanny Saxby's house, the little the little yeah the um the Swan Basin, yeah the little bit underneath though, the little line yeah bit. with the little line bit yeah, those are some good times actually yeah I think I think that house yeah because we used to have so much fun there um. And then obviously you've got the whole sort of memory of Grandad there as well. 
And like when we used to play McDonald's. Yeah. Um, and we used to play firemen as well with the and the just like the the cushion the thing that you put the draft excluded cushion and we used to pretend it was a fireman's hose. Yeah, actually. And then obviously like the swan basin and then going up to the um uh the place where they had all oh, what was that place with all the birds? Oh the moldings. No, I'm thinking of, like it's like a Oh the nature place. Nature place, that's it, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. And uh, going with granddad to the cricket, cricket club and that time when he was throwing sticks into the um, horse chestnut tree for us to get conkers. Yeah. And this old boy comes and go, comes past and goes, oh, Eric, are you teaching them how to play cricket? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Missly. He's like, what? Yeah, because you throw sticks at a tree to play cricket. Yeah. Okay. Day one of cricket. Yeah, day one, cricket. Throw sticks at conkers. Because that's uh, basically the same thing. The epic sweet shop over the road, but the really miserable woman that worked there. Yeah. Like, really scary. Um, and Nanny used to get a subscription to Sonic the Comic for us from that shop. Yeah. And I always used to be intensely scared of falling off the edge uh, around the back. <laughs> <laughs> like, even when yeah. dad, used to, like, if dad used to turn the car around to leave, I'd be like just petrified of going to fall off the side. Yeah. That's all fenced now, isn't it? Yeah. And that really steep hill, if you went molting side, it's really steep hill to yeah. go up or down. Yeah. And the Coke, which is never in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's lather. Coke always had a specific taste when we went to Nanny Saxby's because it was never cold. But it was also actual Coke. It's like the only place we had actual Coke. Yeah, actual full fat Coke. But which hot. kind of make, yeah, Rube and it kind of left you with a coating on your teeth. Yeah, and do you remember, I can't remember where mum and dad had gone. Mum and dad had gone out somewhere when we were sort of home, and they dropped us off at Nanny at Saxby's, and um, she did. A, she decided to do like a cooking lesson and showed us how to make cheese scones. Oh yeah, Beautiful. and actually, I'll tell you one thing. Um, green fairy liquid always makes you think of Nanny Saxby's house. Oh, the really? smell of, yeah, the smell of green fairy liquid. If I just smell that, I'm just straight away. I'm back at Grapevine Cottage. Weird. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's a known thing that like uh, memories can be tied to smells. Yeah, yeah, but I just, I just uh, my sen- my sense of smell is really is stronger than the average person. I think, and therefore, my memory attachment to smells is like really strong like sometimes I can smell someone's perfume and it'll take me back to a specific moment and I'm like why do I remember that moment who, who there had that perfume makes no sense well, I think it was quite normal I just wonder yeah. why fairy liquid was, is with that that's just what our kitchen smelled of okay that green fairy green fairy liquid yeah so no, no longer raised red or <laughs> what corrupted your influence I think you've corrupted me I think you're right I think it is Nanny Saxby's old house. Yeah. I think one of mine is probably uh, down by the beach huts when we used to play it between the beach huts. Yeah. I was thinking about that again the other day, actually, that time when um, uh, Brad and I decided to hide on the beach instead of the beach huts. Yeah. And then the policeman walked down and we thought it was Sheldon. So we started running. And I turned and I was like, hang on, that wasn't Sheldon. Turned around and realised it was a policeman. And they were looking for a body on the beach. Nice. 
I was like, hang on, this looked really bad. I just saw a policeman and started running. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that bombshell. Yeah, running from the police. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. And I'm sorry it took almost two hours. Did it? I've been recording. No, 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 it's almost one hour, sorry. I forget that on my recording software, the first hour is counted as one. First hour's free. Yeah. It says one, even though it's, it should be zero, but that's just what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. See you later now. Yeah, we just... Uh, just Ta-ta. Just... <laughs> we just you look like you're falling asleep. Uh, no? Yes. No? <laughs> <laughs> that porter. That's, that's stout. Send me the over the edge. Well, wasn't that quite boring? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Think about our past. Wasn't really too much of an exciting childhood. Uh, you know, it was pretty mundane life in Essex. It was all good. Stay tuned for another episode on Friday. Still got plenty to come come out uh you know these are designed for for lockdown but you know it's potential of lockdown being eased which actually you might already know about from from yesterday's announcement if there was actually anything anything of any substance in that but anyway they'll keep rolling out because they're good fun and there's a few more i've recorded in the last week or so as well so i'll probably keep rolling with the twice a week setup time being. Alright, see you later. Bye!